0: This land ain't my land. This land ain't your land. From Colorado Springs land to Highlands Ranch land. From Pueblo to Trinidad. This land wasn't made just for you and me. (laughs) Said this land wasn't made. Only for you and me. Good morning, day two of the Denver to San Diego journey. I want to remind y'all to walk and move with me and with us today. This morning, we have a guest on the show. I have... Good morning. (laughs) I am with Camden. Camden. Do you want your last name? Hawker. Camden Hawker. And we are moving by foot. I have my walking stroller attached to my hips. Camden biked to meet me, so his bicycle is next to him. Him, You are you him? He him? Him, yes. And let me put this next to the gear so they can hear it. Yep, very nice clicking. Very nice clicking. We're in Highlands Ranch moving uh, south towards Daniels Park. I slept at uh, a different permaculture friend's house last night and tonight, or today rather, Camden reached out and said, hey, I live nearby. And I said, great, let's go for a little walk. And now we are going to have a little chat. We don't know, We've, we've volleyed some ideas around. Onto what we're going to talk about But I think it's going to be It's going to be emergent And uh First I guess Do you want to share Camden How I guess I'm going to go in like a relating Towards a relating space To like help us ground more So even though we're recording something here I think this is about I want this to be more about your and my Connection With uh knowing that we're in a fishbowl scenario yeah. <laughs> so i guess the question to help land um maybe what are you noticing right now in your body what are you noticing maybe emotionally what are wow. some of the thoughts that you're having
1: well in my body i am feeling incredibly refreshed by this apple i was mm. feeling slightly dehydrated mm. and it is incredibly nice and ripe. Mm. And, um, and that has given me quite a boost in the moment. <laughs> um, mentally, I am feeling incredibly relaxed right now. Mm. Um, just being able to step out of all the work that I've been doing for some time yes. and just go for a walk and be present is, yes. is very nice. Yes, And some sand cherries. What plant is that? Sand cherry. Sand cherry. Prunus speciosa. Oh. It's uh, wonderful. Really beautiful white flowers in the spring. And then some really nice cherries. Mm. Come late summer. Mm.
0: If you notice me getting closer to you, it's because I am. I totally to understand. Yeah. Uh, to pick up the audio. Yes. Um, cool, thank you. Well, I guess I'll share I'm feeling... We're going uphill. The morning pack is usually heavier because of, I've like restocked on water. And last night they gave me these sardines, three cans of them and a bunch of granola bars. So I like, I, am, I have so much food and water right now that some of my mental mind is on like, oh boy, this pack's heavy and I'm just starting. <laughs> and uh, I feel fresh. I didn't wash my face because they had cats last night, and just if I do too much face stuff, it starts to get really itchy, so uh, maybe I should have just put my head under the water without washing, but I could use a little, a little like clean of the crust in my eyes. Although yesterday I showered, and that's good. I might, You know, another one of my rules is any chance to get to shower, I'm going to. <laughs> So uh, I guess I'm curious about your connection with uh, with walking, and specifically with walking in this area, Highlands Ranch. I, I I perceive it to be very very you know suburban. Like all the homes look exactly the same. Yes. There's all this grass everywhere. The the. I don't know what to call it, maybe you could describe a little more Highlands Ranch and then go into like some of the ways that you've engaged with it, either driving by foot, by bicycle.
1: Yes. It is incredibly suburban as you said, um, the, I, we'll yeah. I want to say there are about three or four designers who have designed just about all the homes in the area which is an incredible display of industrial capitalism. holy (laughs) but um i it's part of what has driven me towards sustainable design and permaculture in general because it's been so uh, monotonous and and somewhat disheartening as you learn more and more what that what impact that has yeah um but in terms of my connection to the place in general mm. I lived here for 23 years now mm. and just there is a surprising amount to this area mm. um, most of that comes through social connections um, rather than necessarily place con- based connections mm. Mm. Um, the more place based connections that I feel here Come out of places like where we are now, just stepping out of the suburbs mm. into mm. the more open areas. Yeah, um, as we just get towards Daniels Park. Yeah, um, it's very nice as we get in here, particularly if the uh, buffalo are out Ooh. roaming around. And it just feels significantly better. Yeah, I, I feel that shift where. It, You're just literally leaving the edge of
0: suburbia and going into these open fields. And and I feel this, like, spaciousness happening. And I'm really interested in, like, your opinion on, like, are, are we meant to be living in these spaces? Like, it just seems like everything here, Highlands Ranch, Castle Rock, you know, Centennial, like, these are dry desert lands. They are. And so,
1: like, driving is the norm. Everyone... to drive pretty much to live here like Mm -hmm. and that that purely comes down to the way it's built Mm. i believe Mm. that we certainly can live here Mm. um but there's a significant amount of responsibility that comes with something like that Mm. in order to not just absolutely desecrate the land for our own needs Um, which is why i I tend to like Denver and Boulder a little bit more. Being on the denser side, um, I feel like that's more conducive to the area that we're in. Um, In order to make better use of our resources, um, particularly our water, um, the more that we can condense down and not spend so much water spraying massive lawns that are an acre, two acres a lot. Yeah, much better. This place will be for it. Yes,
0: I. Um, I'm just gonna keep. We're just going. This is. This feels good. I like the conversations that have emerged. I'm. Yeah, I'm really curious about. I, I am curious about history, and I am also curious about uh, water. And even though you know, so some Camden in my history is that. Um, Camden was taking the permaculture design course with the uh, Denver permaculture scene group. Um, Some amazing teachers, Creighton and Asia and Adam Brock and Ainsley O'Neill. And I got to join on weekend three because the student coordinator, who was kind of handling some of the snack and food logistics, um, and attendance stuff they weren't not able to continue so I joined weekend three and stayed until weekend six and um so I got to learn a little bit it was my second time taking a PDC but certainly I'm no expert in these in these fields and the one thing I've been always interested in is water um but maybe that's not your specialty so maybe maybe you have a different uh Different thing
1: that you want to chat about, but um, I'd love to pick your brain. I can't say that I would call water my specialty, but I do have a fascination with it, particularly and okay. how it relates to Colorado's history. Yeah, it's very much been a contentious mm. part of that. Mm. Um, the earliest colonizers mm. that made their way over here uh, laid down their claims to. Certain water rights, in quotes, um, which I find a very odd concept. But as a result of just a century and a half now of people fighting over water, we've entered a state where uh, you can't really collect rainwater for your own use, except in very limited quantities anymore, and you certainly can't use any water that's coming out of the rivers that's not pumped through pipes into your house mm. um, and I find that very uh, disheartening mm. because uh, I believe that water should be a resource that uh, people and the wildlife should be using freely mm. Um mm. But at the same time, there's other situations where those water regulations have handed themselves to the benefit of environmental hmm. uh, causes, particularly what we yeah, see can you up an in example yeah. what we see up in Boulder, huh. um, they have what's simply called the water line. Um, as you head up into the foothills, there's a certain elevation that they will not supply water to from the city. Um, because they won't supply water there people don't build there and it's preserved Mm -hmm. a significant portion of the flat irons Mm -hmm. and uh, the rest of the surrounding natural beauty at the same time that's also created a housing crisis so there seems to be no easy answer there but it's uh, it's certainly an, an interesting issue
0: Thank you, Camden. So, based on previous recording, I know that it's gotten wind- just windy enough, which is not that windy, but, you know, with n- not having a good mic, just using my phone, that it's probably, I want to check this audio. So, we're going to pause here. I might have Camden back for one more mini chat. Maybe once we get closer to when you're about to leave, we can just pause and do another little, little mini segment. Uh-huh. But thank you this this song was gifted to me during a solo San Pedro ceremony on the border of Peru and Ecuador I say gifted because it was the ocean that sang the song and I I merely channeled visualize this Visualize the world you want. Visualize this. Visualize the world you want. Visualize this. Visualize the world you want. Visualize this. Visualize the world you want Visualize this Come on, y'all Visualize the world you want Are you visualizing? Hello, beloved listeners. It's time for a day to recap. Hmm. It's been a really pleasant day. It has been shady for um, pretty much the whole day, and um, just here at the end, it's around 4 p.m., the sun is starting to come, which is really nice to warm my feet a little bit. Um, I'm in uh, the south part of Castle Rock, and there's a cemetery here. I don't know the name of it, but I'll find out the name soon. The name of the grave next to me is Sharing Cleo and Maynard Brandon and S.K. Gride and Carol J. and Anthony J. Logales, Logaleo. I am really grateful for these sacred spirits that are um, besides me, beside me. And um, yeah, arriving here to the cemetery was... um, I followed just a desire that um, I was on the other side of the road and I saw this little green space and um, when I have had and have needed a space for grieving, a space for um, expressing more human emotions that don't feel as um, like they belong in in the streets as much, um, it's been a practice of mine. and and of the people I love to be encountering uh, cemeteries and to visit cemeteries. So I've done a lot of grieving work at ceremony, uh, at, at ceremony, at cemeteries, and ceremony at cemeteries. <laughs> Today, my purpose was to rest a little bit um, and to take off my leggings because I was starting to get hot with the little sun that was arriving. And as I was resting, a, uh, an employee came to me, and they drove their little golf cart over, and I was expecting for them to you know ask me what am I doing and maybe request that I leave by dusk or whenever and instead, they um, offered me water and about five minutes later, they came back and they said, I just want you to know that at dusk the last few weeks we've seen, we've had a couple of black bear spottings, or the same black bear, and we've seen scat around here. This is the southern tip of Castle Rock, so you can still hear the cars, and I can still see the suburbia, but right here at the southern tip, it's a little bit of access point to the wild spaces. And so um, I thank them very deeply, uh, and I then took it as an opportunity to uh, asked them I said hey oh I was planning on walking for two more hours but um, would it be all right if I stayed here the night I'm walking to San Diego and uh, I am uh, I'll be gone in the morning and I'll pick up all my stuff Um, and they said yes absolutely Um, and if you want you can stay by our office which is over there it might be a little nicer for you because it's a little further away from the road. Um, and uh, they told me that the the sheriff or, or someone does patrol here. And if the sheriff comes, I can just let him know that Nicole, Nicole is their name, Nicole from the cemetery gave me permission to sleep here tonight. So instead of, you know, the next part of this walk is a little... Um, it's It's not the best resourceful energy. It's walking on frontage road near I-25. And so um, I've done about 14 miles today. That's not quite the, the number that I would like. I think I'm still trying to be at the 15 to 18 realm right now and slowly build that up. Um, but I really like being a yes to when I have an explicit invitation to stay somewhere last episode uh I had the REI encounter where the manager came out and asked me to vacate the premise and um while I was sitting here in the cemetery I decided um I've done this before with GT's Kombucha, where um, they, I bought a faulty product and then they gave me a free, like two free kombuchas. So it wasn't much, but I decided I'm gonna call REI and, and I'm going to let them know. And, and part of the reason I chose this is because last night when I was staying at my friend Avery's house, Avery used to work at REI. And he really thought it was absurd that REI is the store that you know, is like helping people to do these, what's called through hiking, right? Like here in Colorado, you have the Colorado Trail and you have to go off trail to go to cities to restore and replenish to do your through hikes. And, and in my case, com- everything's a through hike in a way because it's a far more uh, urban, urban path that I'm taking. It's not off trail, it's not off road as much. And so um, when, when I felt his reaction, I was like, huh, maybe this is a little bit of like a, a bigger deal. And I, as I reflected on the story, I was like, yeah, I'm using, I'm using like, their pocket rocket stove and their butane, and I got their Leatherman knife, and I just bought a jacket from them. Like I've been really spending a lot of money there. And inside, there's a sign that says, like, we practice non-discrimination and it seems like they do that inside the store, but when it comes to outside the store, it seems like they have a very different perspective. So I told the uh, person on the 1-800 number um, for REI, uh, I told them my story and I, I kind of told it with a little bit of sadness like that it that it just was like it just hurt me it hurt me that they would do this and I might have been faking that a little bit because um really it didn't hurt me and I I um it was very minimal impact at that time um like I like I said when I share the story um and so the person on the phone uh redeemed me or or like gave me a gift card for uh, $25, The $25 gift card is what I got to REI, so I can buy, um, you know, one, uh, like one packet, one pouch of food, or like two NAL jeans, or like a pair of smart wool socks. <laughs> I think later on this trip, after I put holes in, in some of the socks I have, I'll be, um, And maybe my credit card isn't working and I'll be somewhere in Arizona and I'll I'll be using the store credit and thinking to myself, ah, I'm so glad that I made that call. Sleeping at the cemetery was semi-scary But I'm glad the black bear didn't come for them blackberries And when I'm buried, please plant me next to strawberries I like their roots and they do do the truth, yeah And if I grow fruits, send me to the roof, yeah I want these truths to be truer than Fruit Loops, yeah And if you take photos, please send me true nudes, yeah (laughs) Really though, send me those true nudes Oh boy, what a journey! Oh, today has been difficult and mainly just the last 30 minutes. I thought I was following the route created by my friend Jonathan Stalls and led me to a dead end, where I could backtrack a mile, which I wasn't willing to do, or I could forge through. And with the walking stroller, that made things quite difficult to do. And I chose it. Lots of little brush and weeds were getting on the stroller and then had to cross some railroad tracks. And as I was crossing them, a train came, so I couldn't cross them quite yet. It was a freight train, as they most are, BNSF. And now, then I had to... I found a road on the other side, a dirt road, and it led me for a little bit. But now, this road led me to a no trespassing sign. This is an active airport, and violators will be prosecuted to the full extent of the law. So, I am just so nervous right now. These are uh, this is a little bit too much for my nervous system. I don't like uh, trespassing that much, especially with signs like that. Although I haven't seen any active planes today. I keep looking back behind me so that if someone comes on the road, I can like get out the way. But instead, what I'll do is I'll kind of drop the phone and I'll wave a bunch of times because I want them to think that I'm very lost, which is only partially true, and that maybe they will give me sympathy for being as lost as I am. Listen, y'all, that shit was traumatic. I am deeply colonized, and thus, signs freak me out. And maybe that's not the only reason, but that's a reason that comes to mind. So the no trespassing sign at the airport, created a lot of stress within me. And so, one of the benefits of this practice, though, is that I just keep walking. I keep walking it off a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. But like an animal, we gotta shake it off. We gotta shake it off. We gotta shake it off. Shake, it, shake, it, shake, it, shake, it, shake. It off, shake, it, shake, it, shake, it, shake, it, shake. It, shake it. Like an animal. We gotta shake it off, shake it, shake shake shake. We gotta shake it off, shake it, shake shake shake. We gotta shake it off, shake shake shake. Yes, yes, like an animal. We gotta shake it off, shake shake it, shake shake, shake, shake it off, shake it, shake 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 shake, shake I grieve for how I am colonized. The experience at the airport really showed me how much of a rule follower I am when it comes to these made-up social constructs, and um, there's a big cottonwood tree across the way in someone's backyard, and there's a little boy who I think is hiding from me. When he saw me look at him, he quickly hid behind the tree again. Yeah, so I am—I'm feeling the grief of what it means to live that way in this world, and I, I'm certainly not alone. I imagine you too are feeling um, incredibly. Um, you might feel the sense that you um, cannot kind of escape from the over culture, from the uh, dominant culture paradigms that hold us so tightly certainly i'm trying with this walk i'm it's about breaking the norms like i could easily drive to san diego or fly but i'm not i'm walking and it's not just because i love walking it's also because like who does that and i need to do something that goes against some of these patterns just because it helps to remind me that these patterns these paradigms are made up and that at the level of the individual, I can change them. I have power to change that level within myself. Now, I can't change it at a larger scale and... Or I can, but actually the best the best way to change it at a larger scale is really to change it at the level of of, of the individual. And what I notice is that in my experience at the at the airport I felt so so sad frankly like yes I did it I did the thing I leaned into my edge but I did it not on my terms like I I I did it at a at a really big cost and I don't want to pay those big costs for being more wild and yet there are really big costs that are being paid for folks who are engaging in direct action for indigenous folks who are reclaiming and just being on their land there are really high costs that I don't know the stories of hopefully on this journey I can also make sure to include and to find and follow curiosity with those stories but the stories that i know and the stories that i can tell are the embodied stories that happened to me and so even though the deer could easily hop the fences that i struggled oh i struggled y'all especially with this 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 um walking stroller it comes in handy until it doesn't. <laughs> and it didn't when I was trying to cross the railroad tracks and then go through the barbed wire. And the only reason I could find a way was because of the deer that had laid a path before me. And so I followed them. And I thanked them. I dropped some yellow dock tincture. I gave a couple drops in two spots. Yellow dock known for its um, work with grief. And as I was dropping these droplets, I could sense, I could feel the grief that, yes, maybe the deer can jump over these fences, but who can get across I-25? And maybe they are Enjoying their wildness Because they can't read the signs that I can read So they're not having the same Residue of the nervous system And yet They still live with the I-25 noise They still live Inside of an airport as well Like they are still Bearing the brunt of The human made changes that we have chosen so I grieve for them but it starts with my own grief for my own self with regards to how do I show up in relation to these made up social constructs
2: so hum so hum oh some oh some so hum oh some I Oh some you are ah some
0: did a ritual with my mom and her uh, practitioner her counselor over the phone and uh, Terry her counselor, this beautiful wise woman uh, led us through a grounding and centering practice breathing in, so breathing out, hum Mm. And right after, uh, both my mom and I just, we shed so many tears and released some of the heaviness that we were both sitting with. So thank you, Terry. Thank you, Mom. And thank you all. That's today's episode. One thing I noticed in doing this episode is that even though I'm trying to capture some peak moments of grief, some peak moments of intensity with regards to when my nervous system isn't, isn't as calm as when you normally hear me, I'm not always able to because of that reason, because my energy's going elsewhere. And I just wanna name that because it feels really important for listeners to know that the experience that you're getting is a partial experience in a way. It cannot capture the fullness of the emotions, of the grief, of the joy that I experience, although it's getting close. Today's songs were all made up. Uh, You'll be hearing more freestyling as I let my voice, uh, as I let my voice shine, and the rest of the songs were just little ditties that I sang to myself to help ground and center after being outside of my window of tolerance. Blessings to you. Blessings on your walks.